0: In yet another snowy game, RSL rally with three huge goals to beat New England. Is this the beginning of something spectacular or just start of the season luck? You're listening to Here at the Riot, a Real Salt Lake soccer podcast.
1: back to here at the riot
2: uh i'm josh and i'm dax and for
0: those of you who follow rsl and what
2: happened it was something pretty spectacular wouldn't you say josh yep stoppage time rsl is inevitable it's my new favorite (laughs) saying.
0: man we we thought we thought that um you know last year They've they've continued scoring goals in the last fifteen minutes of the game. It seems to be their specialty. Um, I don't know if that's like a good specialty to have. It certainly makes for an interesting game. I'll 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 leave it at it, that.
2: It's a stressful specialty. <laughs> I a... can never be comfortable. Like it was exciting, yes, but also uh, around like the sixty fifth minute. I like, was losing interest and not really paying attention. We were down 2-0. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I have hope again. And then I was really stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
0: um, they do that to keep you interested through the entire game. Like, oh, are we going to lose? Or are we just going to score three goals in the last 20 minutes of the game? Who knows? You have to stay tuned to find out. Yep. Um, So for those of you who don't know, um, RSL played the New England Revolution over the weekend. Um, The New England Revolution was the, uh, well, they are the defending supporter shield um, champs. Um, They had the best record in MLS history last season, Um, and RSL beat them. Three to two. This was at at New England, um, with all three of their goals coming in the last twenty minutes of the game.
2: So, yep, which was actually when New England had their strongest lineup out. Ironically. That is
0: true. And there's there's a whole bunch there is a whole bunch to unpack here, um, yep. uh, with this game. Um, you know, lineups, the weather. Um, <laughs> hey. You know, RSL is two two and O with the orange ball, so maybe we just need to, you know, keep it snowing, just have yep. it snow all year long, and they will continue to win. I don't know.
2: The, you know, the Seattle Seahawks have their twelfth man saying that it's the fans. You know, <laughs> RSL is the weather. Exactly, we <laughs> we love the snow. We were born in it molded by it (laughs) (laughs) you didn't know the snow until you were already a man
0: (laughs) yep so anyways um where where do we start um let's start with the weather josh how snowy
2: was it at that game it was honestly I can't remember the last time I watched a game that had that much snow. I actually... It's been years. It was it was a full-on blizzard, and not only was there a lot of snow, there was a lot of wind. I, the crew was diligently shoveling off the lines, and...
0: Uh, At any opportunity they had, they didn't wait for dead balls or anything like that.
2: True, there were a few times where uh we had possession and some dude ran out shoveling the center line (laughs) it's true and then we would lose the ball and he would just book it off (laughs) um but yeah then within like three minutes the lines would be completely covered again and also rsl was very clever and we wore (laughs) white jerseys
0: (laughs) i don't know how clever that is because i literally couldn't see them on tv um, yeah, we
2: didn't we didn't plan that. Oh, yeah. And they... I don't know if it benefited us or hurt us, but <laughs> I definitely couldn't see them. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah, we both remarked there was one Chang uh had to go out for concussion protocol
1: mm-hmm. and when
2: he was on the ground, literally no one could see him. Like they stopped <laughs> play and we were all like what's going on and then they zoomed in on Shang laying on the ground and we were like he's just chilling (laughs) there's someone there (laughs) um yeah
0: it was really snowy like you could like you could see it on the the camera which you know if if you can see it on the camera you know it's it's really really snowing but like you could see it on the camera like you could tell that there was um a lot of snow and it's really funny RSL you know posted pictures of the players and like you know Zach McMath looked like a little snowman he's just covered <laughs> in
2: snow like the top of his head is just covered in snow um, justin glad I couldn't recognize him because I always mm-hmm. looked for the red hair and but, it was all white
0: <laughs> I, I told this to Olivia I'm like I saw him like running and I'm like dude looks red he doesn't look like I guess he was cold or something cuz his skin looked red.
2: Yeah. Um can confirm that happens to gingers.
0: They <laughs> <laughs> just get red apparently. Um but yeah, so it was really snowy. Um I mean, all throughout the first half it was it was snowing. Not it wasn't until the second half that um you know there wasn't any like it stopped snowing actually, um, and they were able to actually shovel some portions of the field off.
2: Um, yeah, you could see the lines by the second half.
0: Yeah, but yeah, and I mean, not just snow, but like there was there was a, a a lot of wind as well. I don't like I don't know if there was that much in the first half, but you could definitely tell in the second half that there was a lot of wind. Um, which ended up playing into RSL's favor because they were with the wind in the second half. Um, but yeah, crazy, crazy weather for this game. And for those of you who remember last week, they played another a, a, another crazy game where there was actually a weather delay for about two hours because of lightning, and then it was also snowing. So, you know, they're cursed.
2: Yeah. Well, we're playing at Nashville next. So we go no, I...
0: for some lightning, maybe. <laughs> I thought that I thought that game was um.
2: Is that a home game?
0: I'm pretty sure it's a home game.
2: Oh. Huh.
1: Well, I... let,
0: let me let me check real quick just to make sure. Where is the venue? Yeah, it's a home game. Um, but anyways that's just that's just one of the one of the many things so um new england is also in the uh CONCACAF champions league much like seattle so they did not roll out their best lineup this this game um for those of you um who are usmnt fans Josie Altador, Sebastian Legit, and Omar Gonzalez all play for New England Revolution. None of them started the game.
2: Omar Gonzalez plays for them? Yeah. Dang. Well, and he was just on the bench the whole time.
0: Well, you know their head coach is Bruce Arena, right? Yeah. So he got that, you know, LA Galaxy connection.
2: Yeah, but Gonzalez is old, I thought. Like, he is really old. Like really old. Like
0: 36 old. well that's what i thought too and then i saw his like i heard his name on the roster and i'm like i guess he's still playing (laughs) question yeah i don't know all right um also um they have a spanish i want to say is Carlos hill spanish oh i i don't know he is definitely he definitely played for like real um Real Sociedad. I don't know. I'm gonna embarrass myself trying to guess which team he played for. So
2: someone, yeah, I'm not saying anything because I have <laughs> absolutely like, uh, no like I'm just um,
0: oh, oh <laughs> he definitely played in the uh, Spanish uh, Spanish league. Um, but he's their designated player right now. And oh, Valencia. That's where he played. Um, designated player from Spain, really good, in great form right now. Also, did not start the game. Um, so he scares me. Yeah, and I think we're, we're gonna talk about it a little bit later. But RSL does not have the caliber of players that the Revolution has. Yeah. Um, like just just you know on paper pound for pound, RSL does not match up to the Revolution at full strength
2: they're packed with talent and we I mean we're doing good things but yeah. Mhm.
0: Anyways, none of them started the game. So it's kind of a B team lineup for the New England Revolution. Which is interesting because that's when they dominated the game scoreline-wise. Um, if you if you look at the 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 score um, they scored right in the... It was the stoppage time leading up to the second half, I believe. Yep. Um, and then in, a, in a, around the 60th minute, right after they subbed in Josie Altidore, Sebastian Lejet and Carlos Hill, all three of them played a part in that goal. Um, and they went up 2-0. Um, but I... I don't know if they, you know, just decided to... Honestly, it looks like they kind of gave up because their defense kind of collapsed Yeah. after, after that point.
2: They also made, like, attacking substitutions. Well, why did they do that? I don't know. I'm <laughs> just saying they they didn't necessarily shore up their defense. Definitely, uh, yeah around the 60th 70th minute they brought on a bunch of attacking players and they i mean they produced a goal but then they gave up a bunch
0: that that is true so that's something to also take into account but um i mean rsl was scoreless until the 78th minute um and then you know sergio cordova got his first his first goal in the mls and as a um, real salt lake player and then it just Went downhill from there for New England. Uphill if you're um, an RSL fan.
2: Yeah, it was a weird game. <laughs> um,
0: so Josh, do you kind of want to talk about the goals that uh, that happened? Just kind of describe them. Uh, yeah. For RSL.
2: Yeah. So the the first one was the the gift <laughs> from the weather um, it was was it a goal kick was it right off a goal kick
0: i think um i think mcmath punted it i think he collected the ball and then
2: drop kicked it. it yeah yeah so i mean really all that happened is he just booted it up the field and and the new england defender went to head it away and the wind caught it and he misjudged it. And it literally just went right over his head and Bobby Wood ran onto it and took one touch into uh, the box and got dragged down from behind. And it would have been a penalty. Yes, it would have, but Cordova was there following the play and he just took one touch past the remaining defender and slotted it in. Um, Mm -hmm. Which, I re- when it happened, I remember thinking, really? That's Cordova's first goal for us? <laughs> That's how it happened? Hey, you, but... ta- you take them. You take those, Josh. Yep, confidence booster. He worked hard and uh, got rewarded with a goal. So that was, that was how the first one went. Um, and see,
0: it, and you, you mentioned it a little bit, but um, that was totally gifted by the wind.
2: Um, yeah, it was pretty lucky. It, the wind caught it. The New England defender made a mistake, and I mean we took advantage of the opportunity. But yeah, and see we
0: we've played we've played club soccer. You played club soccer. I cl- played club soccer. Um, you always want the wind going into the second half. Yep. Because you know it's, things like that can happen. And also, it's a lot harder for the other team to, you know, generate offensive plays um, if the wind is really strong. Like, you can't just, like, any ball in the air is going to get caught and, you know, blown off path. So, I don't know if they plan that. I, do they do they do like a coin toss
2: in um, MLS? I'm pretty sure they don't. Okay, well. Um, but I don't know kudos it's to them fun. for using the wind it literally reminds me of um super mario strikers on the gamecube oh, yeah where uh if you didn't turn off like the the goofy game attributes like sometimes the field would just tilt <laughs> one way and the ball would just always roll down to that end and you're like Yup. Hm. <laughs> yep
0: that's that what the wind, that's that's it. basically what just happened here. It was a super a game of Super Mario Strikers. <laughs> and RSL did one of those little like super shots that the captain does at the very end and scored three goals.
2: Uh, good memories. Good memories. <laughs> um yeah, so the next goal was a free kick um johnny menendez won the foul so good job he did something he did um he did a thing he looked looked okay this game he wasn't like electric uh but something
0: something that we forgot to mention cordova basically played the whole game
2: yes because he was subbed on and like it was like within the first 20 minutes wasn't it yeah
0: because yeah uh chang went out for concussion protocol um, and yeah, he played, I think it was since the 16th minute was when he got subbed on. So he, he played basically the whole gate the whole game.
2: Yeah. And he didn't look gassed at the end, no. which was good. By the way, do we know if Chang's going to be able to play? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> 'Cause it, it on it looked like he got knocked out. <laughs> yeah, he was not. <laughs> he
0: was laying he was, there, like limp, like on the field, like I was like, oh yeah, something might be wrong there.
2: Yeah, he did not look okay. So oh. Uh yeah. Um, but yeah. Cordova played. And then hmm, well, just transitioning back to uh the second goal, I guess. Sorry, I'm just jumping all over the place. I have these intrusive no, thoughts. I was going to try to make it smooth, but smooth isn't how I roll. Hmm. <laughs> Josh likes it uh, bumpy. Okay. Let's not say it like that. <laughs> I mean, that's basically <laughs> what you said, but okay. Yeah, I know. But yeah, uh, Pablo Ruiz uh, was taking it, and... Uh, he just basic stuff it was an outswinger and glad got a foot on it and it the keeper got a touch and then went off the crossbar and went in um and then justin glad did a really goofy celebration which kind of terrified me i might have nightmares that that uh, was
0: that was pretty terrifying not gonna lie
2: <laughs> yep and then uh and then all the New England fans got really pissed off because right before Ruiz um, took the free kick, the wind started moving the ball. So like right as he he begins his run up, it starts rolling, and by the time he actually kicks the ball, it's it's rolling. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and so all the new England fans were like, Oh my gosh, uh, it's not a goal. Take it back. And I was like, you cannot do that. There have been so many corner kicks and goal kicks taken this match Mm -hmm. where the ball was moving a little bit because the wind is ridiculous right now. And Um, see, like, yeah, the, the, it was happening, but like the
0: whole game, like it it was, it was kind of like, it, it was just, you know something that, that you had to deal with because the wind was so bad um yeah but um like could you imagine if they had they're like oh the ball was moving we need to retake that kick and it was a goal like i i would have been livid <laughs> and, and if if there are any new england fans out there who still think that they should have retaken that kick because of you know because the ball was moving first of all i don't even think that like that's like you can review that i don't even think that like var would review that
2: i don't think you can
0: second of all like imagine if it was you and you know it was the same game and you were taking like new england was taking a free kick and it was moving and they're like oh and they and they scored off of it and they're like oh we need to you know take that back like that's ridiculous
2: yeah and it, if, if like it is technically a rule but I don't think it gave us any advantage. If anything, it hurt Pablo Ruiz taking the free kick
0: because the ball was, you know, he expected the ball to just be there and it was moving and he had to adjust mid run up to to hit the ball. Yeah, like I- implying that that had anything to do with, you know, the free kick going into the goal and that it wouldn't have gone in if the ball wasn't moving that's just that's silly yeah
2: yep so that was kind of fun to watch um and that happened in the 88th minute i believe yes yeah so so, so we, yeah at this point they're 2-2 yeah we equalized and i was pretty pumped about that and i was just happy with the draw I mean, yeah, I I was too. I definitely was too. Yep, and then we kept pressing, and they added three minutes of stoppage time, and in the 93rd minute, of course, (laughs) uh, Schmidt hit a saucy pass to Loffelsund, and then Loffelsund gave it right back to Schmidt, and he just whacked it. Like, literally, that's... The best way I can describe it. I approve of that. I approve and of that he description. Whipped it in with a ton of pace, far corner, um, and yeah, it was a great strike. Keeper had no chance. Game our, winner.
0: Our little tater tot. Yep. That's his he, nickname.
2: He had a great game. He great really did. Too.
0: <laughs> that is a great
2: nickname. Yep. Um, Yeah, now, now, and after that, a bunch of people are like, ooh, Tate Schmidt or Brody once Herrera comes back. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know.
0: I think it's going to be, like, very much a game day decision. Like, we could see either of them starting and, you know, would be surprised. But, I mean, I'd be happy with either of them. It really does depend on who's in better form. Yeah. But, I mean yeah that that that's what happened it all happened in less than 20 minutes so you know if you got mad like josh and turned off the game then... i didn't turn
2: it off i just stopped paying attention <laughs> but you, right? you have in the past <laughs> I, yes i have <laughs> I, re-
0: I remember probably when we when we played portland a while back you
2: just, you texted me like i turned off the game it was the western conference finals <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even finish that game you turned
0: off the western conference finals because they were down by two
1: yeah
2: dude it's portland we if we are superman they are kryptonite you know i agree with that to some extent rsl
1: does not
0: play good against portland
2: you could just tell well once we got down like we did not look good and i was not enjoying myself so yeah, I turned it
0: off. Well, yeah, they they were down two goals and also down a man.
2: So Oh yeah. No, that's that's when I turned it off, now I remember. When Herrera got a red card. Yeah, once he got his red card, I was like, well, that's it. There's no way we're coming back now. <laughs> um um Yeah, not advocating for that, by the way. You don't have to be as hot-headed as me.
0: Okay, I'll take that under
2: advisement. I don't know if you. Uh, I, I mean, everyone. Oh, you're
0: talking to everyone. Yes. Okay. But also you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. So, Carlos Hill. He uh, yes. he was not happy. About the playing conditions. Um. So they they had an interview with him after the um, the game where he just. I don't know who. I don't really know who he's laying into here. The, the the referees. I don't know. He's just mad. He's just venting. He's just venting because he did not like the conditions that um that they played in. So here's what that sounded like. Uh, I don't understand nothing. Today is uh, I don't understand uh, play like this. Do you think we we play football soccer today? Do you think we can play soccer today? I don't care about if we win, we lose. We, I don't care uh, they score three big goals. I don't care. It's impossible to play football today. I cannot talk with my teammates. I cannot write. I cannot do anything. It's impossible. This is no football. Stop the fucking game.
1: We play tomorrow or any other day. I don't care. This is no football. It's impossible. Like, what is, is try to be long balls to try to the wind is impossible. I don't so
0: it's it's impossible. He <laughs> You 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 heard uh, it right there.
1: Yeah. Also he I mean... he
0: dropped the F bomb on live
2: television. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah the reporter asked him, what can you take from this game? And that was his response. He's like, this game was BS <laughs>
0: um so josh do you do you agree with carlos are you in the stop the game camp or are you in the play on
2: camp no you totally play the game play on that's part of what makes it fun is sometimes Mm -hmm. you get crazy games like this but i'm also with him in that like i don't think you can really take away too much from this game yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, and then this kind of goes also back to Seattle. We just beat Seattle, and we just beat New England. And some people are like, oh my gosh, ourselves for real. And I am not there yet.
1: You're not convinced?
2: Think, no, we beat two depleted teams in crazy circumstances. Like, we'll totally take the points because those are points from – games that we may not have (laughs) got points under different circumstances but i don't think that means that we're as good as some people are implying but and i think it's important to note that um
0: rs like if you line up the starting lineups from rsl we'll take rsl at full strength and new england at full strength at least on paper it's no contest new england wins that every time because rsl does not have a player that is the caliber of for example carlos hill like i don't even know if they have someone who's the caliber of like sebastian legit or someone like that um yeah honestly new england just has you know better talent at their club right now um you know, RSL just got lucky in in this game. Like, if 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 they had played, you know, normal circumstances, um, New England at full strength, um, I think this is a different game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's that was one of the things that I said to you right after the game is I was like, RSL doesn't have player like carlos heel we lack that person that can just like get things done and he just like elevates the entire team Mm -hmm. like it was super noticeable as soon as they subbed him on like their entire attack it, it was completely different it was insane to watch and he was involved in everything but his teammates also stepped up and they got that or the the second goal like super quickly after he was he was
0: immediate like it was an immediate impact as soon as they got on the field um and they were all involved in the second goal
2: yeah and krylock's a great player but he's not that player that that elevates and you know Mm -hmm. he doesn't quite have that impact um so yeah it We were lucky, but hey, we'll take it. So that that does beg the question
0: because, like, if RSL is going to compete with, you know, the New England Revolution's and the Seattle Sounders of the league, like, they're going to need, you know, a player or you know, a collection of players that are able to do that. I mean, you know, New England has Carlos Heels, the Sounders have. Jordan Morris, Albert rusnak snack. I mean, even the Houston Dynamo, they just um signed uh is it? Javier Hernandez.
2: Uh no, Hector Herrera.
0: Hector Herrera. Who is Javier Hernandez? <laughs> that just pull that burrito, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the that Galaxy
0: would,
2: have Javier Hernandez. That and... would be one crazy headline la galaxy chicharito goes to houston dynamo
0: but my point is even houston or you know they're they're signing these these difference makers and rsl rsl has yet to do so yeah um
2: we'll get there
0: so yeah
2: who i think.
0: I, I, I i we watched the um atlanta game atlanta just barely broke their own record for the uh, most expensive signing in mls history Um, I'm just like, you know, I wish RSL was on that level, but they're just not at this point. And I so desperately, desperately want them to get to that level because I mean, it's great that they can compete with these teams with what they've got so far, but eventually they're just going to be outpaced and Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's nothing they can do. They just, they need to step up the game. Um, on the transfer market and you know hopefully bring in some some talent someone who has the effect of you know carlos hill for example
2: yeah and we we're never gonna be like the galaxy we're never gonna be just uh going out and signing the biggest names year after year we don't have unlimited funds and um, there is no draw to Salt Lake. I'm sorry. Yeah. But our academy is much better than like the galaxies. mm mm-hmm. um, And I think we should keep investing in that, but we, we're not going to be competing with the top teams if that's all we do. We need at least one or two difference makers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But we... I don't think we need we don't need to spend as much money as the Galaxy to compete is what I'm saying we need to spend a little bit uh, and then just you know keep producing good Academy products and we'll get there with a combination
0: I think we need to spend more than we're spending right now
2: (laughs) yes Yes, I'm just trying to say we have a different system than like Galaxy I agree yeah they just buy whatever they want like oh yeah. yeah, Zlatan. I would like one Zlatan, please. Javier Hernandez, <laughs> probably
0: Cristiano Ronaldo in the next few years. Honestly, dude. Either that, or he'll go to like Orlando. <laughs> no, dude. I think um, I think Neymar or is Inter gonna. Miami. I think Neymar is gonna go to Inter Miami pretty soon.
2: Dude. Which is really no. sad because Inter Miami is dead last. <laughs> You're killing me. I love Neymar. Then I might low key be an Inter Miami fan. Dude, they got totally. they got the
0: nice jerseys. Black and I pink. I don't
2: want to cheer for Miami. What what do you got against Miami? I just don't like cheering against RSL.
0: They gave us Pitbull. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> oh. How can no. you hate that Colombian bald man? <laughs> I sorry, he's Cuban. I don't know where that came from. Colombia, dude! I am all over the all point. over.
1: Yep, uh, you
0: said it. Anyways, um, so I mean, for those of you who you know want to know where RSL you know ranks in the MLS right now, um, there are two different power rankings that we found. Um and I yes. mean, they're they're quite a bit different actually now that i think about it because the one from espn has rsl at number 10 um and then the one from mls.com has them at 15. so josh where, like which one of those do you think is the most accurate
2: well first off i just want to say the power rankings are usually stupid Yes, and they're just there to generate clicks. But I also love debating <laughs> about said power rankings. Josh, so Josh thinks they're
0: Josh thinks they're stupid because of the clicks, but ends up clicking on it anyway. <laughs> yep.
2: It's okay. I click on it too. So I'm like, "Darn it, they got me again." <laughs> um. Yeah, I think we're closer to 15. I think we're literally like right in the middle of the league 15 sounds about right that's that's about uh i would guess that would put us around like seventh in the west like maybe just squeaking into the playoffs maybe just missing them that's where i still expect us to be at the end of the season.
1: Mm
0: yeah, I wish but they that, were I wish I wish they were
2: at 10. That'd be that'd be nice. That would be cool. And it could still happen.
0: I think there's
2: a lot of season left. <laughs> there's
0: You're not <laughs> wrong. Um yeah, I think that everyone kind of saw the results and they're like, "Wow. This is really good." I mean, they beat Seattle, they beat New the revolution like is there anyone these people can't beat um i think we need to give them you know we said this at the beginning of the season we need to give them some games to kind of get in their rhythm um that goes for winning as well like if just cuz you know if they were to lose one game we'd be like oh just like just give them a you know a few more games um you know we need to do that as well for them winning all of these games because you know they might not be able to they might not be able to keep it up against these teams um throughout the whole season so um
2: i honestly Dex, i don't know if i think i'll have this team figured out at all at any point (laughs) why do you say that because so right now we're playing without some key starters right yeah so once they come back, they're going to be put back out there and it might change our formation. Um, there might be chemistry issues. If you have Herrera and Schmidt playing instead of, say, Herrera and Brody, it might take them one or two games to figure out um, how to play with each other, how to rotate correctly, you know? Yeah. Um, Crylock didn't look good against houston and maybe that was because the injury was nagging or maybe it's because um he's having a hard time playing without roost you know so i think it it's gonna take a bunch of games with a healthy team and then yeah once we're 15 games into the season maybe i'll feel good about that but then at that point we may have signed a new player
1: <laughs> hopefully i hope yeah, that, you know,
2: you know, and then that might just uh, mix everything up again. So I, this might be just a really, really weird up and down season. I don't know how to feel about it yet.
0: You know, one thing that I do appreciate about Pablo Mastroeni is that he is not afraid to just switch up formations, and I feel like he he practices with the team. In different formations, because I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of the four-four-two. I think that that would be their best formation if they had all of the pieces. They ended mm-hmm. the New England game in a four-four-two. They um, were they subbed Eric Holt off and were playing four in the back when they scored the uh, third goal. So can we potentially see a 442 in the future maybe it all depends no one knows except pablo
2: and i don't even think pablo knows dude i know last season i thought like he'll test things out and then he'll eventually settle and now i don't think he's ever gonna settle dude
0: (laughs) why not if he thinks that something is going to be better for the team and he thinks that something's going to work better, try it out. I'm that that was kind of my biggest criticism of Freddy was that he never like he never took any risks, man. He yeah. played the 4-2-3-1 which was like the what's the word? The Diamond? the trend? Oh yeah. That's that was it was trending is trending on Twitter so he's like that looks good. Um and he like he never made any like like impact subs whereas Pablo is constantly switching the formation and constantly making
2: impact subs. Yeah. So all, um all of our goals one of the substitutes was involved.
0: That's true. And you know Cordova was on because of concussion, but he probably would have been on at that point anyway.
2: He definitely would have been put on around the... He probably would have been put on instead of Menendez.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Men- yeah. Menendez
2: only came on because chain got a concussion. Yeah, because Cordova was already on. Oh. Pot- I mean, I think. But...
0: All yeah. right. So next game this weekend, home game against Nashville.
2: Nashville is not going to put out a B team, right? <laughs> right?
0: I mean, they
2: might. And
0: if they, I don't, they have no reason yeah. to. We'll change that to they have no reason to.
2: They're we, not in the CCL. No, they're not in
0: the CCL. Okay,
2: then we'll see their A-team, yes. which I'm excited for. I want to see us go up against a good team at full strength, and I'm hoping that we'll be up to the task. Speaking of
0: full strength, um, I heard that they want they are hoping Krylock is back for that game, um, as well as possibly David Ochoa and Aaron Herrera. So r s. l also might be at full strength um I wouldn't put too much hope in Ochoa and Herrera back um but I think we can definitely expect to see Crylock. maybe he might not start I don't know it depends on how bad his injury is um but I think we can expect to see him.
2: yeah, I don't know, which he just he just looks so not himself against Houston that I wonder.
0: Yeah, but like you said, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that um. Brody and Schmidt were not taking like they were not pushing forward and taking the space between. Uh, Krylok, like basically the the defense and the offense. Yeah. So you know, and both Bro- I think both Brody and Schmidt had a really good game. I mean, they I think they've consistently gotten better, both of them.
2: Yeah, they've gelled. So they they picked their moments well against New England.
0: So that potentially we could see a 3-5-2 against Nashville. Yeah, which would be interesting.
2: Yes, and the three, if we see a 3-5-2, do you think Cordova gets a start? No, I, I don't I think we, think we start Miram Ah, I'm itching for Cordova to start. <laughs> Me too.
0: I want him to get in for the whole game, but honestly, he looked good. He was out there. He did look good, but Miram is a veteran and also <laughs> I hate to say this, but he's he's probably one of our best players right now.
2: He's a, he's probably our most creative attacker. Yes. I I definitely yeah. agree with that. Bobby Wood is just so dang direct (laughs) (laughs) he like gets the ball and then he's just like i go to goal i i run yeah i love bobby wood there were a few times where he's just like he's just dribbling like right into people and losing (laughs) the ball and i'm like my man us let's pass it around (laughs)
0: my man hey Maybe you know maybe that's gonna be good for him to get Rubio into the rotation once he comes back, just because keeps him on his
2: toes. Yeah, get some competition. And
0: I think Rubio and Wood are kind of opposites in that sense. That like, I don't think Rubio is as direct, um, but Bobby he Woods likes a- to combine with people. Yeah, but Bobby Woods a lot stronger. <laughs> yep. So it should be interesting to see um what's your prediction
2: hmm just because it's a home game and because it's nashville zero zero draw (laughs) (laughs) i that is what i think will happen not what i want to happen but uh and also it should be said that my predictions have been way off it's true yeah, my uh, predictions have way, been way closer off. than Josh's.
0: Yeah, so you You're should listen to
2: me. Predictions. All right, so what's yours? <laughs>
0: um, I, one second. For those of you who don't know, Nashville is a very defensive team. Um, they know how to play their defensive game very well, and they all like everybody understands their their role in that. Um, so that's why we're kind of like oh zero zero draw because you know if they play defense the whole time that, that's what would happen anyways my prediction is i think it's 2-0 rsl oh my man you are just dude it's All a right. home game rsl is 77 like 77 percent at home um averaging like 2.2 points per game something like that it's insane
2: yeah, we are a good home team. So,
0: two zero. You heard it here first. I'm predicting RSO will win two zero, and then be at the top of the West by the end of the week. Because the the LAFC are going to lose. I don't even know who they're playing, but they're going to lose to them. Because <laughs> I hate them. Let me let me actually let me just look this up just just to see if that's even possible. <gasps> Uh, oh they're playing vancouver oh no
2: <laughs> maybe they won't lose but RSL will win yeah even though we're only two games into the season it is very satisfying to look up the standings and see us up near the top mm-hmm. they i think I'm they cherishing have that
0: <laughs> for for later in the season yeah I think they have the fourth most points. They would rank fourth overall, like, in the entire league um, with them being second in the West. So, you know, that is that is good to see. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's all for this episode. Um, yeah, so hopefully um, we'll see you guys next time, um, and we'll have some good things to talk about.
2: Yeah, let's uh let's go beat up Nashville. Beat up those <laughs> Tennesseans Tennisotans? Hmm. hmm. I think both of those are wrong. Rednecks but... <laughs> Sure. I have a cousin uh from Tennessee.
0: Are they a redneck? No. Oh. Well sorry, cousin <laughs> from Tennessee. <laughs> uh anyways. Anyways, yep. See you guys. See you.